the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So this morning, when the details started to come out about another cache of classified documents where they should not be because of Joe Biden's either inattention to detail or who knows why, I had a thought, and I had not heard this thought from anyone else, but now I have heard this thought from someone else, and it tells me that I'm not crazy. My thought was, okay, so they found these classified documents before the midterms, six days before the midterms, and we were not told. Shocking, I know, because... (laughs) The Democrats were fearing, remember the pre-midterm view? Oh, red wave coming. Tsunami! If they had announced before the midterm election, six days before, look, think, of the, think of the amount of coverage the Biden classified documents where they're not supposed to be has gotten in the last two days. So picture that kind of attention on classified documents from Joe Biden in advance of the midterm. It would have definitely helped Republicans. So that's why they had to keep it a secret. Before the midterms. And they waited until, oops, we got to, let's hold that. Let's save that Trump card until we get a really big, bad scandal. And then we'll release, oh, by the way, Joe Biden had classified documents. Because there's another scandal going on. And in this case, it was the FAA airplane meltdown. It'll detract from that scandal, which is decidedly not looking like a glowing endorsement of Pete Buttigieg as transportation secretary. And it will mitigate the damage from the classified documents thing because there's another big story going on at the same time. So they bring it out after the Democrats did much better than expected in the midterms. But now we find out that there are more classified documents. And they're letting this story leak out drip by drip by drip. And I'm asking myself why. And I'm wondering. Could it be that the Democrats now, in the aftermath of the midterms, see Joe Biden as someone they need to jettison in advance of the 2024 election? Because while Kamala Harris is not really an option, maybe a younger option like Gavin Newsom would be better than old, tired Joe Biden? And then maybe big old J.B. Pritzker in Illinois? Would be a better option or maybe, you know, just throw it open and see who rises to the top of the flotsam and jetsam in the Democratic Party. Because anybody would be a better option than Joe Biden. Now, as I said, I thought I was kind of a crazy person putting that out there. And then I read Jonathan Turley's column on Fox News. And I think Jonathan Turley's a pretty smart guy. And he mentions that there is an effort in the Democratic Party right now to do what he calls controlled demolition. You've seen examples of controlled demolition, right? You've seen a building, and they want to get rid of the building, and they don't want to bring in a wrecker and a wrecking ball and knock it down brick by brick. No, they want to blow it up, 
have it tumble to the ground in controlled fashion and not disturb the buildings adjacent to it. That is controlled demolition. They place charges and and it explodes, and it just kind of folds down. Like a big giant took his hand and just pressed it down. That is what Jonathan Turley suggests is going on with the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. And oh, by the way, isn't it interesting that when the classified documents of Joe Biden from the Penn Biden Globalization and Utter Nonsense Money Laundering Operation Center were disclosed yesterday, they found an email on Hunter Biden's hard drive talking about Burisma and energy companies and Chinese money and the Penn Biden Center and globalization. Oh, that Hunter Biden laptop. It's just the gift that keeps on giving. And so maybe there's a determination in the Democratic Party. We got to get rid of this albatross around our neck. Hunter Biden? Yeah, him too. So here's Jonathan Turley's column. Like buildings drop between each other, it takes precision and most importantly cooperation to pull off this kind of controlled demolition. This controlled demolition will require the perfect timing of the media, Democratic politicians, and most importantly, the Justice Department. That was the same alliance that successfully killed the laptop story before the election, despite evidence of a multi-million dollar influence peddling scheme by the Biden family. For his part, Attorney General Merrick Garland has refused to appoint a special counsel, despite the overwhelming need for such an appointment. This is similar to Harry Houdini making his 10,000-pound elephant Jenny disappear in his act. With the help of the media, the Bidens have made the Hunter Biden laptop disappear right before an audience of millions. The problem is now the public is starting to see the elephant. It appears that President Biden, this is the part that I like, it appears that President Biden is no longer seen as a political asset. Most Democrats for a while, publicly refused to support him in his promised re-election bid. So the question becomes, how do they drop Hunter, and even his father, without causing damage? Well, it requires a controlled demolition. Here is that email that they found on Hunter Biden's laptop, by the way, to one of Joe Biden's business associates. Hunter complained, I have brought every single person you have ever asked me to bring to the bleeping White House and the vice president's house and the inauguration, and now you guys go completely silent. I don't know what it is that I did, but I'd like to know why I've delivered on every single thing you've ever asked, and you make me feel like I've done something to offend you. Yes, Hunter Biden talks too much. He knows too much. And he has documented too much on his laptop, and now his dad is being outed as being sloppy. The outed portion of that is what I find interesting. They kept this quiet about these documents for a couple months after the midterms. They didn't have to disclose it, but they are disclosing it. They are self-disclosing it. The Daily Wire didn't discover this, like, Tucker Carlson didn't discover this. Fox News didn't discover these documents. The White House, the Bidens, the Justice Department, somebody on their own team made the decision to disclose this. And then they're telling Joe, who's a boob, don't ask what's in the documents. Don't read the documents. Just tell everyone what we tell you to tell them. 
is it possible they don't really have Joe Biden's best interest at heart, but they have the Democratic Party's best interest at heart? I'm just throwing it out there as maybe so. But it is interesting to contemplate that this might be the beginning of the end. Now, I will acknowledge that if this is the end, what lies beyond the end could be worse. Could be worse. I can't imagine what a Kamala Harris presidency would be like. But the Democrats have to get their house in order. They say, ah, Joe's going to announce he's running for re-election. Okay, sure. I'll never buy that they're going to let Joe Biden run for re-election in 2024. I'll never buy it. The other day at the White House, he was like barely awake when he was out there rambling on incessantly about something. And they created... It's so funny because they created this standard by which they now will be measured. They made a huge deal out of Trump having documents at Mar-a-Lago where they were guarded by the Secret Service. Biden's documents, by the way, he was not president when he took classified documents. So that makes it a bigger deal than Trump. We have now classified documents in two different locations. Whereas with Trump, they were in only one location. That makes it a bigger deal. So here is John Radcliffe, former National Security uh, Director, on this comparison between Biden and Trump and the Democrats saying, it's not as big a deal, don't make it as big a deal. Really? True? John Radcliffe? This is why, you know, Democrats, uh, with the first batch of documents, started out by saying, we can't compare this uh, between Trump and Biden. It's comparing apples to oranges. To Republicans now saying, you're right, we can't compare it. What Joe Biden did was was much, much worse. Yeah. Republicans are saying, is that true? Is that really true? Well, we'll have some perspective additionally from John Radcliffe and also from uh, Andy McCarthy and Kyle Rove. Stick around for that on The Bruce Hooley Show. Final segment of the show, and I didn't even plan this with Pam. It's just happened. She played the Stevie Ray Vaughan intro, and the Stevie Ray Vaughan intro reminds me of the uh, first time I saw Stevie Ray Vaughan in concert at what was it? It's oh, downtown. I'm so it's, jealous. It's downtown uh, the Hyatt. They used to have concerts okay. at the Hyatt downtown. The Ohio the Center. The Ohio yeah. Center. The Ohio, the Ohio Center. Center. Yes. And yes. he was. Second on the billing that night, it was a co-billing, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jeff Beck. Oh, my gosh. You're kidding me. No, I'm not kidding. Oh. And Jeff Beck uh, just passed away. Yes. So uh, I was not a Jeff Beck, like, fan, but a dude could play guitar, Uh man. He died at age 78. Um, So, yeah. And SRV, of course, died far too young. I still remember exactly where I was. Exactly where I was. I do, too. The moment I heard that he had died in mm-hmm. a helicopter crash. Right. I was uh, turning left from Kenny Road onto Ackerman to get down to an Ohio State football practice about 530 in the afternoon. And mm-hmm. I was crushed. Crushed. I have more mm-hmm. important things going on in my life right now than a rock and roll musician. Although SRV was a great redemption story. He was a heroin addict. Yes, he was. And he found the Lord and changed his life. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, interesting that that would come up today on the day that... Uh, Jeff Beck passes away. 
I was working at a uh, light rock station mm-hmm. here in town and couldn't couldn't actually acknowledge the Stevie Ray Vaughan death until after my shift. And I've never cried over any, you know, celebrity mm-hmm. ever. And I just lost it. As soon as I shut my mic off and I was done with my shift, I broke out in tears because I really liked his music and I it broke my heart that he was too young to go and all that. Yeah, well, he was, his music was great when he was mm-hmm. uh, addicted, but after he beat his addiction, his music was <laughs> next level. Uh, so, yeah, interesting was, that that happened. I was reading up a little bit on Jeff Beck yesterday when I heard his passing, uh, and I found it interesting that Jimmy Page, Eric Clapton, and Jeff Beck all grew up within 15 minutes of each other. Wow. They did not know each other until they were adults or late teens, early 20s, but they all grew up within 15 minutes of each other. It's like, whoa, that's a lot of talent. Something in the water there. Yes. Uh, Wow. Okay, so I promised you audio on differing perspectives about Joe Biden's documents, and there are more documents. And the documents today are said to have been found in a garage where Joe Biden has his 67 Corvette. And he said today to Peter Ducey, well, here, uh, this is the end of Joe Biden's press conference. I think I have it. Yeah, here it is. Joe Biden's press conference today came out to tout the drop in inflation from 7.1% in November to 6.5% in December. That's the end of his comments on things that nobody cares about and Ducey winning the uh, shouting match to get his question answered by Joe Biden. So God bless you all and may God protect our troops. Mr. President. Classified materials next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, look, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week. You're the president. You can speak but, now. By the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay? So oh. it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So the but anyway. <laughs> yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, uh, by the way, that's more important. By the way, I have a Corvette. People know. I take classified documents and classified material seriously. And that doesn't appear so. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process. Oh, he's reading now. Nobody cares. So he anyway, won't address no, it. No, he won't address it. Not, he won't address no, it. So I, think he might be, I think he might be in a jackpot here. Uh, am I the only one? It appears not. Here is uh, Carl Rove with a very simple question. Carl Rove noting, noting like I did that, uh, yes, you are the president. Uh, why don't you answer the question? Why won't the president look at the documents? He's the ultimate guy in charge of classification, and yet he says, well, my lawyers tell me, don't look at the documents. Well, maybe you ought to look at the documents so that you can help understand what it's all about. Yeah, maybe. I mean, since you're theoretically in charge of the security of the United States of America and classified documents not being (laughs) where they're supposed to be would seem to be a possible breach of national security, you being in charge of national security might be a good idea for you to look at the documents, even if your lawyers say, don't look at the documents, Joe. There's bad stuff in here. Don't look at the documents. You need plausible deniability. And Joe Biden cares more about his own keister than he does about the safety of the United States of America. It would seem. Here is Andy McCarthy on how uh, this reflects on the Biden family. It's remarkable to me that they could delay for two months the disclosure, uh, and then when they make the disclosure, not have accounted for every single document. So <laughs> they're clearly not in control of the narrative right now. 
Yes. Maybe as the lawyers go look at other Joe Biden properties, in other Joe Biden garages, in the glove box of other Joe Biden muscle cars, they should play in the background the uh, Benny Hill theme or Yakety Sacks. Yeah, right. They found the documents in in Washington November 2nd. The midterms were November 8th. So you had from November 2nd until January 11th to get with the old goat and ask him if there were other documents and snoop around and find them. And not until you disclosed the first batch did you find the second batch. Maybe it's entirely possible that they did find the second batch. And if there is a third, fourth, fifth, or sixth batch, and they're drip, drip, dripping it out in a backdoor <laughs> oppo research operation to get rid of Joe Biden. Mm, I said it. I know you can tinfoil hat me all you want to, but it seems to me that might be possible. Now, here's John Radcliffe, your former national security director, uh, talking about the fact that uh, it appears Joe Biden has done what the Democrats accused Donald Trump of doing. This is why, you know, Democrats uh, with the first batch of documents started out by saying we can't compare this uh, between Trump and Biden. It's comparing apples to oranges to Republicans now saying you're right. We can't compare it. What Joe Biden did was was much, much worse. Uh, And I think there's a basis for that in the fact that, you know, when President Trump took documents, it was reported the day that he left by a former Obama official uh, that those documents were taken. So everyone was aware that those documents were um, at Mar-a-Lago under the purview of the Secret Service um, and that those records were taken under the Presidential Records Act. He had a basis for removing documents from the White House. None of that applies to Vice President Biden. And what we're finding out is that Documents that he didn't have authority to take that were classified and that he says he has no knowledge about are being found in multiple locations now. And so no one can attest to the security of uh, TSSCI, top secret documents, uh, sensitive compartmented information for a period of years. So the problem that the, the, the Biden administration and Department of Justice has now is how are they going to... Uh, you know, plausibly bring a prosecution against former President Trump for the offenses that um, Joe Biden himself has very clearly um, uh, engaged in as well. Well, the one thing that Biden will have in his corner that Trump did not have, of course, is the uh, apology media out there. They will no doubt have uh, a game plan for this. They always have a game plan for this. But it does appear that they are at least engaged on this story, which uh, maybe one will shame the other into actually doing their job. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. 
Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.